Sheep. The future of England lies in sheep, my lady. So should Tyndall's. Brother Andrew, a short monk with head so bald there was no need for the tonsure, shrugged and shot a glance of weary appeal toward his prioress. Brother Matthew, his body composed of an impressive variety of angles, waved one bony hand in a dismissive gesture. Nay, good brother, I'll grant there is merit in wool. But I've been told that the beasts bearing it are prone to hoof rot. What Tyndall must have for an assured and profitable future is the odour of sanctity, not the stench of wet sheep. His nose wrinkled in disgust. We should acquire the body of a saint or some suitable part thereof. A relic would bring a stream of pilgrims eager to part with their coin. He hesitated, then poked one long finger heavenward, and a greater reputation for holiness. Brother Andrew shook his head with patent disbelief. Consider but a moment, brother. You're surely familiar with the popular shrine of St. William of Norwich? Not only are Norwich inns quite dear, the number of miracles at the site has diminished. If we had our own relic, we would surely attract those thrifty pilgrims travelling some distance and keep the local ones as well. The coins they saved might well be left with us out of gratitude. So I do believe. In his enthusiasm, Brother Matthew danced from foot to foot with all the grace of a ghostly skeleton freed for all Hallows' Eve. Eleanor, the youthful prioress of this Fontfordine daughterhouse of Tyndall, took a sip from her cup of monastic ale. Indeed, good brothers, she said at last, you have both contributed praiseworthy ideas for increasing priory profits. And, my lady, brother Matthew continued, his gaze charged with that focused look common to both cats and merchants about to pounce on a chosen victim, I have just learned of a reliable source for the thigh bone with the kneecap attached of a confirmed saint. He paused, then leaned forward, a swordsman delivering his coup. The price is quite reasonable. Smiling with triumph, he stood back and folded his arms. And I am sure Brother Andrew can recommend a good sheep merchant as well. Eleanor rose from her chair, the signal for an end to further discussion. We are not obliged to make a choice today. The election of our new prior will take place soon, and I do believe whoever is chosen should have his say in this vital decision. She hesitated briefly, then added, After his selection has been confirmed by our abbess in Anjou, of course. A wise proviso, always, Eleanor thought, the delay would most certainly give her time to bend divergent opinions to whatever course she would prefer, but she was quite aware that no priory selection was ever guaranteed. In the summer of the year just past, King Henry III had appointed her as prioress, overruling this priory's own elected choice. Few would have forgotten this recent proof that any priory's right to select its own leaders was honoured only in the absence of the king's wish to choose otherwise. My lady, I abide by your will with joy as always. Brother Andrew's eyes twinkled, either with gratitude that she had put a stop to the seemingly endless discussion, or else with amusement at her blunt silencing of his talkative fellow monk. Then he bowed, wincing as he did. His old war wound must be troubling him in this damp chill, 
Eleanor thought, as she watched him limp from her chambers. Not for the first time she admired how this former soldier-turned-monk bore his pain with patience and little complaint. Brother Matthew chose not to follow his fellow monastic. Instead, he turned back to the prioress, raising his finger once more to command heaven's attention. The kneecap and thigh bone, Eleanor gestured toward her door with courteous but indisputable meaning. Brother Matthew, I have heard your well-argued views on this matter. When more details are needed, I shall surely call on you. I... Eleanor walked to her chamber entrance. As she rested her hand on the rough wood of the open door, she looked up at the monk, and her eyes now matched the colour of the grey storm clouds outside. Please leave us, brother. There is another matter that requires our immediate attention.